And welcome into Red Zone Radio, first Red Zone of February. February, maybe the best month of the year for some of us. But I like to think of it as the worst, because it's like pre-March. I mean, you know, just get me to March. Anyways, how are you all doing tonight? Oh, man, it's doing good, man. We've had some uh, pretty crazy games. We had a lot of events going on, too. So I'm it's I'm excited for this one, for this talk, so. Doing great. Um, good week of sports. Was really active. Uh, covered the WKU basketball game. Got a lot of good experience. So excited for the show. A lot of good things to talk about this week. Absolutely, Colin. You got anything to say yet? Or yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. <laughs> excited for excited for the show. I uh, just drove back from Atlanta, and uh, my voice is kind of gone from something that happened yesterday. But yeah, I'm we'll excited to, for the show. Get to that later. Uh, WKU basketball. Uh, beat a really, really, really bad UTSA team on Thursday, 81-74. UTSA. UTSA on Tuesday. He's trying to correct me. He's making me think I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. No, you're right. It's UTSA. But uh, (laughs) Dante Allen, leading scorer, had his first start, I think, ever. I don't think he ever started at UK. Uh, Went for 22 points. It was a tale of two halves. Trailed the entire first half and then led for most of the second Allen, like I said, made his first start. Jordan Rawls did not play due to an issue from last week, and if any of you did not see that, please go look at it. It is hilarious. I hate that it happened to him, but I got to give whoever that was from FAU credit because that, that was pretty funny. And uh, I know Stansbury in his press conference, someone said, do you have anything to say about Jordan Rawls? And he goes, no, you all know what happened. And that was pretty much it. Uh Saturday played a much better UTEP team. Once again, fell behind early. Seems to be what they like to do. They've done that honestly all year. They looked a lot better, especially defensively. I thought so. I don't know if any of you had anything to say about that, but uh, a lot to improve on. Uh, One thing that I take away from this is Dante Allen. I mean, you found, I think they found their guy. I mean, you go, you go 22 points one night, 25 the next. I mean, how does he not start? Yeah, he's he, he's in the starting five from this point on. I don't see how you don't. And one thing I will say, like Dante Allen, we all knew coming in that Dante Allen, Acott, and Lander were supposed to. Did you guys all think they would start? I thought Allen was the most likely to, just yeah. because of where he came over from. Over Acott? Um, no, actually. Okay. You said well, either way, like. Seeing, well, my favorite thing is seeing all three of those guys on the floor together and figuring it out because this is the time of the season when that comes. Like you start out, this is your new team, got a bunch of new players. It's going to be a rough start. Not what we were expecting, right? But it's going to be a rough start. And now they're finally figuring out how how to kind of click together. Hopefully. And I think that will be okay by tournament time. Yeah. Mm. And right now I think Western needs to start playing their best basketball. And so and over those last two games they have been doing that because if you want to get back into a contention of trying to be in the conference tournament, you gotta play your best games. You gotta beat the teams that you should beat on paper. So I mean with these two wins right now over UTSA and UTEP, I think it's I think it's helping them gain confidence. And Dante Allen, uh, getting back to the stat on that, has scored forty seven combined points over his last two games. So definitely keep using him as the starter because he has been phenomenal. I mean I mean look I mean looking at we're I think so far I think we're number one in conference USA in three point shooting, I think. I'm really? Sure. Yes. Oh, That's awful. Man, thanks to the guy that left and is no longer Frampton, poor guy. Yeah, we really hate that for him because he's had a pretty solid career. I think it was 
tops in uh, at Davidson, then he comes here and does the same thing with three points. Does he have one more? No, year? he's done. No, That's he's it. done. He's a six. Even year. with the injury, yeah, yeah. Well, he's played too much already. I think it's like six wow. games or something. You can play a minimum six uh, with those uh, red shirt rules. But like I like uh, Tyler alluded to, Allen went for twenty five yesterday, so he's gone back to back games, setting a new career high. And uh, this is back one back to back games. We lost five straight. We lost five straight going into these for the second time this season. So we we lost five December January, and then we won three, and then we lost five again. So if anything's right, we'll beat Middle Tennessee and then lose five more. No. <laughs> bank um, on that happening. Um, let me say, sticking on to the concept of the UTEP game, it was so much fun getting to uh, our student section and the band just getting to. Uh, hound the stew out of that coach, and <laughs> he was—I don't know what, what was going on, but he was—he was crazy insane. And we were like, "Joe Golding is—he's <laughs> my—I—I love—I love, I I mean, love in him. all caps coaches like him. He's kind of like that Bobby Knight. Like, him. Uh, like he, they, he loves his team. It's very evident that he does. But like, he's not afraid oh gosh, to be yeah. expressive on the court. Like, I don't. This isn't the NBA. This is still amateur level basketball. Like, you don't have to sit no. the whole time. And man. let me tell you what. I was covering that game on the sidelines. I was right to the right of the goal, right by their bench. So I heard everything <laughs> his team was saying and what the assistant coaches were saying. That guy right there, I would love to play for him. And he held them all accountable. But it's almost like tough love accountability. Like, he's going to make you a better basketball player and a better man. And that's what I believe college basketball was originally set to do. Take you to that next level to get to the league. But also, you know, put academics and make you a better man. And I can tell he really loves his players, but he is hard on him. He's an old school coach, but I love him. And he's fired up. He's always – he honestly reminds me – uh, about Rick, like Rick Patino, yeah. like he's, <laughs> yeah, he's moving up and down the sidelines, oh, yelling defensive stuff at him. Like he's a great coach. Oh, I thought you're. I thought you're also going to talk about Bobby Knight too. I mean, he had he had that tough love too for his players as well. Uh, yeah, but Bobby Knight yeah, was in the eighties, man. Rick that's Patino's a, a that rabbit hole. Matter. I'd rather he's not saying, go down right now. Is Bobby Knight and if he had tough love or not? That yeah. Was, I mean, Bobby watch, Knight had a yeah. New all we're gonna say on this is watch the thirty for thirty if you really want to know more. Right, go for <laughs> it. And also, oh. can we talk about short fuses of officiating? Like literally, <laughs> I was watching the recap on the Hilltopper Ball. By the shout out to that guy, you are a rock star for putting out uh, former Western Kentucky games out on YouTube. And literally, the officials had no issues of short of uh, short fuses. I mean, because literally, when Gibbons hit that three. He literally just taunted our bench, and he 100% deserved that technical foul because I don't think Stansbury would have put up with that if um, one of our guys taunted Well, I mean, Golding Utah. didn't either. I mean, I haven't seen a coach yell that loudly since I've started working Western basketball games like he did. I mean, he was he was livid. Oh, and when they went in the timeout after that because he – it was a, I don't know if it was he a media timeout. He called or he a timeout called, out of it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. They sat down on the floor, and he, he got in each and every one of their faces <laughs> and was just scr- – I can't see, even say what he was saying on the air here, but I could hear it. And I tell, I'm telling you right now, those that's a team that you buy in and you get better. And, and they play Absolutely. everybody close. And Rick Stansbury said it in his press conference. It was the first thing before we got to ask any questions. First thing he said was, Look, y'all, that team right there is a tough team. They're in every single game that they lost. I believe their record is right around 500 yeah, or just under. just under. It. And and so they play everybody tough. They're, they're very physical. And the thing about that team is they give so much effort on the defensive side of the ball. They, like, lead the league in turnovers, uh, offensive rebounds, you know, all the statistics where you're playing hard. They're just really well coached, and honestly, I can't wait to see him get a bigger job than UTEP because I think he could be a really good coach. Yeah, I agree with that. He is a good coach. Yeah. Speaking of rebounding, uh, we actually 
outgained UTEP in rebounding. And that 39, was nine thirty five, which is honestly surprising to me because in the past, team. exactly yes, yeah, because we've been normally been known to being out rebounded rather than out rebounding the opposition. Yeah. Uh, moving on, like like uh, Tanner said, well coached teams. WKU women's basketball have won nine of their last ten. Yes. Finally, the real Winning team on the, the hill. Two-game road trip to Texas this past week. Thirteen and nine on the season. Ten and three in conference play. They beat UTSA 73-67 on Thursday. Alexis Mead led them at 19. They did not shoot the ball well at all. Look at the stat. They shot 31% from the field. That's awful. And they still managed to win that game somehow. Granted, UTSA is not a good team, but I like to see teams find other ways to win outside of just shooting the ball. Well, you look at the box score. I mean, there's. I was like looking at the box score from the uh, UTEP game. I was like, what did they lead in? Like, I was looking at the stats, except for plus minus. They were plus two. That was it. But like, you look at the one thing that they're always consistently winning in is turnover margin. They are going to find ways to get you to cough up that basketball. It is suffocating. It's because they have so many players that they can play with as well. They're going to be able to use that full-court press to get your starters tired and bring in your less experienced players. They are so good at switching up their defensive schemes to make it better, make it better for turnovers. Yeah, absolutely. Saturday was the crazy game. They trailed <laughs> UTEP 69-50 to going into the final period, which, like, most people would count it out. And then, uh, you know, we, we were most of us were at the men's game, and you see – they outscored them 27 to 6. I mean, they absolutely locked out. That's a huge win for them. And it's not like, I mean, that's a good win regardless. UTEP's a solid team winning that on the road. But to be down 19 and come back and win, I mean, that's adversity is everything in sports. That shows you that this team can not only, I mean, because these are the kind of things you're getting to the point where you look and see what can a team do in March. And this shows this is something to look forward toward, toward in March is you get down, you're not out. Like I mean, down 19, a lot of teams would throw the towel and be like, "Oh, we'll get them next time." Now, they didn't are, do that. Are they still in the running for March? If they, I guess, would mm-hmm. they have to win the conference to get in? Or yeah, win? oh yeah, absolutely. They, they could even they squeak do, in, but uh, they could be a bubble team. I mean, they're one game back from first place right now in conference play. They hit five threes in that that fourth quarter, so that might have been what, what really did it. But I mean, that's that's still well, pretty impressive. And this is the second time. Uh, who were they playing at home? I forget it was, but Maya Meredith hit another clutch three in that UTEP game, and then she hit yep. one at home. I forget, LA Tech, La Tech, maybe that's yeah. who it was, yeah. or yeah, or, no, FAU, FAU, yeah, FAU that's FAU. who it was, and she hit a clutch three. She was two for three. I remember reporting on that game, two for three in like the final three minutes. I mean Meredith, and she's a sophomore. Yeah, I mean this was, is a young team. Well, she was that. That's that's something that stands out to me is you've got I think two juniors. That's your that's the, no old, seniors. Those are the oldest players on this team. So, I mean, ideally, it only gets better from here. Yeah, and going back to that adversity, right, like having games like this that are on your season resume just instills so much confidence in you as a team. It's like you can look around and be down 10 with five minutes left and say, hey, we've been here before and we've won these type of games before multiple times throughout the season. Why can't we do it again? Especially when you're going against teams that on paper may outmatch you, you're going to need that type of confidence in your team. Absolutely. And this is a winnable conference, so I don't – like, it's not like the men's side, I'm sorry, but I do not see a, a world where no, Western no. Kentucky wins Conference USA this year. The women's side, however, I, I very well do. I you think, literally got Middle Tennessee. Yeah. That's your toughest And they're beatable. Opponent, right? They've lost their last two, which is good and bad. It's unfortunate because we play them Thursday, so, like, lose At three their place. Yeah. At their place. Imagine how packed it will be if it was here. I mean, probably not because – Probably wouldn't be because people don't but support be the women's team. I encourage it. They are fun to watch. Yes, they are. They really are. They actually are. Anyways – uh, moving on to the NBA, 
in mm-hmm. our featured game of the week. I don't yeah. know why I started doing oh, this. Great. Cleveland downs Memphis, a scrum where Donovan Mitchell got kicked in his family jewels. <laughs> Memphis <laughs> needs to stop. Nobody on earth likes them, and they're not even good. They've lost 7 to 10. Stop acting like you're Detroit. You're not. Just please, like, do us all a favor and go, go back to being irrelevant. Go back to being the 8, 9, and 10 seat like you should be. Yeah, and I'll and this I've I've said this I'm gonna rain on this early uh, on the earlier and Will Will's already got gotten off to a great start by the way thank you very much for that I think the main problem is is They've they love to run their mouths too much and they're that's, not that's winning a problem yes yes like ever since John Morant in that interview about two months ago said oh you think the Western Conference is huff he said hey nah nah guess what buddy. You've lost. It's every not time. tough. It's just Memphis is not good. I mean, it's plain and simple. Not right they're now. Yes. Morant and everyone else. They're and two. They're two and eight in their last yeah. ten games. Yep. Yeah, which is which is flat out terrible. And then not to mention, of course, I mean, yeah, you didn't. I mean, yeah, now we lost to Toronto today, so that makes it even worse. But I mean, yes, you didn't have Jaw. You didn't have Jaron. You didn't have DBs suspend one game. But that doesn't matter. Just shut your mouth. Play basketball. That's all, that's all you got to do, and some of it also has to come down to coaching as well. So, there um, you go. That's my that's my that's uh, gri- Grizzlies Memphis Grizzlies post game show. Let's move on to the Nuggets now. <laughs> They've tied Boston best record in the league. They're still not. I mean, Mac isn't here tonight, but he would be. Oh, they got a center as their best player. You know, just, you <laughs> can't win, win that. like that. Can't Which, win I mean, like that. He's he's kind of right, but like. Anyways, that's not the biggest news of the week. The biggest news happened a few hours ago. Kyrie Irving gets dealt to Dallas. I mean, that's <laughs> this is a trade where the Nets got better and the Mavericks got worse. Yeah, I'm uh, very yes. curious. I don't think I agree with that. Yes, I'm very curious to see this. how these two how players play together. I, I think I'm not against oh it necessarily. I'm how do you think that? To see how? two ball dominant guys. I don't know. There's only one ball on the court. If you look, if you look, if you've been, if you can read statistics. Now, you could say stuff about Kyrie before you say anything. You got to remember this. He's been on a team with LeBron James. Period. That's all you got to say. They won a title together. Why can't he do it with Luka? Why can't he do it with Luka? He's not as full of himself as LeBron James, which he doesn't have the reason to be like LeBron does, but yeah. Luka wants to win, yes. But when you look at the statistics around the NBA, one player is getting a lot more usage than it used to be. Usage percentage is way up for your stars. How are you going to split that between two ball-dominant guys that want the ball? And second of all, the greatest thing that Kyrie Irving is great at is being in transition. What does Luka love to do? Go deep into the shot clock. Their play is way off. This is not a team that you can put no, together. They're I, not I a team. And then the, the Mavericks have the audacity to go out and say they're not done yet. Well, what, what, the, what do you have to do? They've well, got a you've already imploded. You've already way. imploded. The implosion no, is done. No, no. You I, had I a great young Kyrie core, Irving. and you throw we're it away for a cancerous incel. Settle down. We're basing Kyrie Irving <laughs> off of, of like two years in in, in He was bad in Boston. He blew up Boston. That's that's no, he did. Yes, Boston's he did. In first place in the East right now. Turn me down. Turn, yeah, you need to be. I'll turn, turn you off. Actually, all right, God. Let me speak right. on this. God, here's my take on the Kyrie Irving trade. Okay. Cole, Cole clearly is not a fan, and let me just state this on record before I talk about this. I do not like Kyrie Irving. He wrecks locker rooms. He's a diva, <laughs> and he's self-centered. I don't like. So him. you think it's gonna work with the young oh, kid? This no. is why. Luca is a ball dominant player, like you said, but Luca yes. will do whatever it takes to win. It's, he's been like that his whole career. That's why he's been so ball dominant because he's putting. He doesn't trust his teammates. He's gonna trust Kyrie Irving. 
and Kyrie did it with LeBron. The problem is, it's not that I don't think they can play well together. It's defense. They're both not good defenders. So they're not going to be guardable on offense. They're going to put up a ton of points. But the question is, the Warriors are going to still outscore them. Yeah. And that's where I think they're going to lose because you're playing in the West. You can be amazing on offense. You got the greatest shooter of all time, Steph Curry, along with Jordan Poole and Klay Thompson. I mean, you can go on and on about the Warriors. But the Mavericks got better, I think. But the defensive side of the ball matters come playoff time. And and so they're going to win regular season games if Kyrie can stay healthy. All right, let me let me say and this though, and this is this is the fir- not the first time this happened. Um, when Porzingis was on the Mavericks, both uh, Doncic and Porzingis did not like each other. There was a bunch of like egos going around, and there that Case could that could be the same problem. That could be the same problem for um, the like the Mavericks. Now I would say though that I think it's also but going on with Tanner. I mean I'm agree with both y'all, Cole and Tanner. Well, we we side. agree to a certain okay. extent, but yes. I think it's just okay. that they got worse. He th- well, he agrees with me that they're not going to go I all the think, way. I think well here's the thing because the Mavericks are pretty much Luka dominant right now. They need another score in which Kyrie is, no. but at the same time you get that he's a bad locker room guy. So I mean, there there could be ego ego problems between Kyrie and Luca. I would have liked to see them go for a rim protector. That that is what you need. Yeah, yeah like 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 will. Max said, maybe he does will. not need to be your best player. But why did, why don't you knock on the Suns' door for DeAndre Ayton after he's had a tumultuous offseason? Uh, he's he's gonna be too expensive. I yeah, he did four years. Talk about two superstars on the same team. I think Ayton can be that kind of guy. I mean, yep. Ayton Ayton and Luca. Scariest thing in the world. Yeah, but they that don't have a scary. guard. What? I mean, Luca can run the ball up for you, but they don't have a true point guard. Who? The Mavericks. They have Dinwiddie. I'll take Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie can play defense. He's a great. He's gonna slow him down. Yeah. I thought Christian Wood was gonna be a little better than he was too for them. Oh yeah, Christian Wood. Is he, is he still there? Yeah. He's I like haven't, I haven't been able Maybe to look he turns at the it up. Whole... Maybe he turns it up with a little bit less attention now that Kyrie's yeah, there. Yeah, and that's the other thing too that I was thinking about is. Now Luca's not going to just be double teamed the whole game. Mm-hmm. Exactly, like, he's going to be open. He's going to have one on ones. He's going to be able to I run a little bit of I think they got better, but the lack of defense is going to cost his team. And they're Absolutely. not. They're, they're better, but not good enough to win it all yet. I mean, this oh. is a team that was in the Western Conference Finals. Trade and, for a three yeah. and D guy. Get go like, get a guy. Forget about that. Who can play defense, yeah. or maybe a guard that can play really good defense. That's physical, like Patrick Beverly or something, that plays really physical defense. I, I anyway, I still think the East wins. I mean, it's oh, there's no question. I don't know. I, mean, I, unless, I just think the Warriors. Unless the Warriors the turn Warriors. up, I, yes. Everyone's so scared of the Warriors. Like even just like us talking. Suffered. They're not. I think the record no, is Boston good wants right the Warriors. We're still Boston, scared of them. If it's if the if only it's team that has a Golden chance to beat the Warriors is Boston, because that's who they Boston's have their eyes on the whole season. Yeah. Boston and Milwaukee. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, I could see more. I really hope Memphis and Golden State get matched up in the playoffs as well. Uh-huh. Oh, that'd be that. That's just free content. I need that. I, that would be amazing. The Me- you know, I will give the Grizzlies credit. They are great at making something out of nothing because they've got nothing down there, and yet they're constantly uh, in they the got, media. They got John Morant. I mean, okay, John, he's gonna John be gone Morant's when his contract's up. Yeah, I, I don't know about that. <laughs> you don't think they're gonna pay him whatever he wants? Well, it, I don't think he stuff. wants to stay there. Yeah, I wouldn't want to really? stay there. I wouldn't want to Memphis stay in Memphis. Is a small market. They're not like. They're not. So you think it's like a Donovan Mitchell situation? Yes. Just out of Utah? Yeah. yeah, I think so. Like okay. he might sign that like big money contract, but after that he's gonna be like, I want to win. Mm-hmm. Sick. That's, a, that's a fair take. Yeah. 
Chicago? No. <laughs> 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 yeah, I imagine that. Lo- that would be two high flyers coming out. Have the, have the Grizzlies, got Lonzo, have the Grizzlies ever won the title? No. No, they haven't even sniffed it. The farthest we've been to was the it, Western Conference Finals. They don't know what it looks San Antonio like. in 2014. They don't know what it looks like. They're like Larry O'Brien who? Who's that? Who's Davey? I've never met him. I've never even seen him. Anyways, that's enough of the NBA for now. College basketball. We haven't oh, talked about go. women's college basketball. Oh, okay. I mean, it's you know, I, I really haven't paid much attention to it. And you know, this weekend I was looking at stuff. I'm like, my goodness, this is there's kind of a lot of headlines. And uh, UConn today was the big one. They fell to South Carolina, eighty-one seventy-seven. Cole, you watched this game, didn't you? Uh huh. What, what, what were your thoughts? Well, you? number one, it's um, Don Staley. She is built. She she is. Incredible. She knows what she wants. She is. She doesn't recruit players. She recruits teams, and that's what so many coaches, especially in NIL, are getting wrong. You do not recruit these five stars. Like the the reason why UConn lost this game is because they were saying it. The announcers saying it the whole time. They only played six players. They only went yeah. to their seventh player until a player found out. I mean, you cannot win in March with six players. And nope. the thing is, when um, South Carolina had someone foul, they immediately subbed someone in, and she was the one who hit the two clutch free throws at the end. I mean, and but besides the egregious calls that they made, a couple missed fouls and the inbound. It's it's they almost have him at five seconds, and she literally hands it off. You can't do that. You cannot do it, and yet the, the officials don't call it. I I just can't and then they call it. a foul it, it, when it was should have been a jump ball. I mean, UConn losing at home in women's basketball when like when I was a Insane. kid that was yeah. unheard of. <laughs> And, yep. and South Carolina went and did it, and they were down nine after the first quarter. They came back and won that game, and, and they they played a great second quarter. It's not like they were losing at halftime yeah. um, by a lot. But, I mean, they, they were down in the first quarter. The crowd was really into it, and they came back and they won. I mean, it's just – it's unbelievable. I mean, one thing well, Paige Beaker's being out hurt some. One thing about women's college basketball, it's kind of like a double-edged sword for them. A lot of people don't like it because there is no parity at all. You can name four teams every year. They're probably going to be in the final. Four yeah, that, that that is a very but true. But I look at it like this. I, I just now thought of this. It's kind of cool to watch these dynasties happen. Yes, it's like you had Tennessee Pat Summit. You had Louisiana Tech have one, and then like we even had sort of one here at Western Kentucky there in the yeah. or in the mid early mid nineties with uh, Paul Sandiford, and then you have UConn Gino Ariuma. And now is you know South Carolina the next team? I don't know. Maybe. I, I, I mean, I've got to say you are. They are. They, they are next up. They could be. Yeah, that, that's something I, I just kind of. But is Gino cool done? Is the question. It's unique. Gino's not done. No. You watched him throw that. He threw the water bottle on the court during the middle of the play. <laughs> that's that's when I'm like, I, I love you. That's when I look at Gino. I say, I love you. <laughs> like he threw a water bottle on the court in the middle of a play and got a technical because they missed a foul. He wants he's, it. We can, he's a character. Let's, let's sure, when it's a water bottle, it's fine. But when it's a chair, everything <laughs> goes nuts. <laughs> but let's give credit, though, to uh, Aaliyah Boston, though. She has been a beast for that team. She led the team in scoring with 26 points. I mean, it feels like Aaliyah Boston really puts the team on her back. Okay. It's, uh, it's I amazing. forget. The, I don't know the announcer's name, but she said 76 career double-doubles. S- Stanford girl? I don't know. I, I, I don't I remember. I think I know what you're talking but about. But Aaliyah Boston has had 76 career double-doubles. Insane. 
That's yeah. just, I mean, better than Trace Jackson like, Davis will ever like do. It's not like she's doing it in like Conference USA or something either. I mean, she's doing it in the. He won't win the National Player of the Year like Aaliyah Boston did last year, and he won't take home the title like Aaliyah Boston did last year. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Maryland blew out. It's like poking the bear. Second rank, once second ranked Ohio State, ninety to fifty four. That one kind of shocked me. Ohio State's falling off a cliff. Uh, Just like their football the program. Women's and women's half. Uh, Louisville finally gets his signature win over UNC, sixty-two fifty-five. That was nice to see. They needed that. It was a big win for them because this is a team that could end up being like a nine seed or whatever, and nobody will want to play them. Nope. Because no. this team is scary. It's like it's like one of those teams that like you don't want to see. And even though the record isn't very good this year, I don't know if it's a locker room issue if they're not listening to Coach Walls. I think it's. I, I, I mean, I, I just—they haven't gelled well. I think some of it was they lost Sam Purcell, and I never Purcell. realized how big of a factor and she I think, was. And I think him lo- him leaving like that. I mean, that I think that that's really what I saw when they started to struggle like that. Was I'm like, well, they lost their top assistant coach. Yeah, so. I, that's a big deal. It's like it when UK lost Kenny Payne. <laughs> well, they've never recovered. No, we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> Colin, that was a big win. Colin, your Indiana Hoosiers are 20-1, and one, the women's Hoosiers. team, Lady Hoosiers. are ranked second <laughs> behind South Carolina. Uh, can the Big Ten finally get a team in the Final Four? Here's they got a big game this week. Have, you guys, have any so. of you guys watched them play? They're, 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 a, they're a solid team. It's they so are. much fun to go watch them play. We've been having uh, almost sold-out crowds for the women's games at Assembly Hall. Oh, it'll be sold out this they week. They got a big yeah. one this week. Iowa and Indiana play each other. It's number six versus number four. Right now, that might change. The Hawkeyes have not lost since January 1st. They've got Caitlin Clark on Where's it team. at? Is that and Indiana one? hasn't lost since December 29th, so someone's going to have to lose, and that game is in Bloomington. So yeah, we'll I make expect it a, a big crowd because I know I'll get it right. Oh, it's going to be sold out. Yeah, yeah. Caitlin Clark might be my favorite person to watch in women's college basketball. <laughs> I don't know. She's, she kind of – the only times I've seen her, one time she fouled out, and she was just pouty, and maybe she was having a bad day. But I, I have no doubt that she's like well, – she's. Arguably the best player in college yeah. basketball. Well, when you watched IU, I believe we made it to the – did we make it to the Elite Eight last year? Yeah, Women's? they did. Yeah. They lost to Stanford, I think. Right, uh, which is not a bad loss. No. But, uh, you know, when when I saw that last year, I was like, wow, they are actually taking this program in the right direction. Yeah, they, but in no way did I think it would be this season. No, they've, they've done a fantastic job. One loss on the year after that Ohio State game that I got to watch, that was – that was really freaking awesome. Yeah, but, but that's that's my thing about this. I that's what makes me hesitant because this game will be featured in our pickums later, so I'll talk a little bit about it more. But that's really that Ohio State game and I guess Michigan is really their only two big wins in a while. I mean, they beat a really good North Carolina team back in early December, but they have a really tough end of the yeah, year. They, they got Iowa they at home, Iowa. then they go on the road to Ohio State, then back home for Michigan. And then they got but Purdue. I want that. Will be, Purdue will be a form. tough game because it's a rivalry, but it's at IU. And then they play but Iowa we again. We already beat them at Mackey yesterday. They get, so. Then they got Iowa again. So home. this end of the year for this IU women's team is going to be a big test for them and see where they really are as a program. But what better time to have that big test than right before the oh, tournament? I agree. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I think they'll be up for it. LSU, this is another one. Kim Mulkey, longtime Baylor coach, is now at LSU. She wouldn't be closer to her family, I believe. So. And she has turned them into a power. Granted, they were a solid program before she got there, but I, I really did not expect them to be this good. They're ranked second right now. 
And that's another big game this weekend. They play South Carolina next Sunday, Ooh. one versus two. That'll be a good one. I I favor South Carolina. We're going in the newsroom and watching that one. Curious to see it. <laughs> He's got the Super Bowl on. I don't care. Hey, he, he really does. It'll so be you, over. So you'd rather watch a women's basketball game than the Super Bowl? Uh, this one, yes. Because Chiefs are going to kill them. What time is the Super Bowl? 5.30 Central So we got a show after the Super Bowl is what I'm hearing. We'll probably do it on Monday. <laughs> no, we should do it right after Fresh Thoughts. Right we, all, after. we all come in here and then it, we'll see. <laughs> That's next week's problem. <laughs> Anyways, moving to the men's side of college uh, basketball. Right, Colin. The headliner of the week, Purdue. Uh-oh, what in the world? Oh, I was making jokes. Colin's Sorry, like a little kid. <laughs> no. <laughs> read it. I was read See, the I write stuff in these rundowns and then don't say them, so I'll read, read it. it. I'll read it verbatim. Purdue is absolutely the worst Indiana college there is and is now owned by Trace Jackson Davis. And as I'm reading that, Colin Craig went in and edited that and put that there because <laughs> I did not write that. Boiler up. Boiler down. Oh. And See, he took out... Don't play that. This is Indiana, baby. What a game. Anyways. I'm pretty happy, not going to lie. You know why? Because I got to watch it in Atlanta and got to scream my absolute rear end off. That is why my voice is gone today. And Zach Eady, what are you doing, man? Hey, hey, you know, that's one thing I got to talk about. He went he, for 33 good. He played a great second half. He played a great second half. When we were up by 15 in the first half, I I mean, being an IU fan, you never know when it's over, but I was feeling pretty good. And that's just one of those things, like, Purdue fans have said all season, right? Oh, IU doesn't have a team. All they have is Trace Jackson Davis. You shut him down, you're going to win. And, and I think we, pro and we proved him wrong. Yeah, you've got – Indiana, this is something – I think that's why they're as good as they are this year is because they have someone other than TJD. I mean, it was literally him and then – Maybe so, and that's why they lost when they did in the tournament last year. That's why they haven't had the success with him. But they've got those guys now. And we didn't have our starting point guard. No. And we still played that game the way we did against the number one team in the nation, right? The number one team, the best team in Indiana, right? Well, no, wrong. <laughs> this is Indiana, baby. IU played like the number one team in the nation. I'm not saying they are, but they played Preach like it. it buddy. They Preach. played like it yesterday. Anyways, uh, as you all know, Big Ten, one of the greatest rivalries. They will play in a few weeks, this time in West Lafayette and Mackey Arena. Uh, God, I'm sorry, Colin. i got to go with Purdue in that one. Well, and let's you also give – You guys can all go with I Purdue mean, again. I'm, I still know I, who's winning. I mean, get, I mean, give both Edie and Trace Jackson his credit. I mean, that matchup between those two did not fail to disappoint. See, but that's one of the things is that everybody's been arguing, and I know I talked about it in the last couple shows, but everyone's been arguing, like, acting like Trace Jackson Davis does not have a chance – to be Big Ten Player of the Year, does no. not have a chance to be National Player of the Year no. compared no, to Edie. No. But you can't do that until they until you watch them play. And what did they both do? They played well, but they Zach both played Edie amazing. Went for Thirty-three and ten, which is ridiculous. And yeah, but seven and how many <laughs> and how many points did Purdue score? Seventy-four. That's he half their. That's their like production. half their team's points. Zach Edie is amazing, but what else do they have? Not much. I know I'm transitioning arguments here, but what but what else do they have? I'm just have? saying, if you're, if you're talking from a player of a year perspective, it's Zach Eady. I mean, if he keeps doing what he's done, we'll see in that last no question. What's crazy to me about Zach Eady is he's a complete product of coaching. And I don't want to discredit mm. his work ethic because yes. he worked for it. But that man, his development over last, the last has been Yes, like, last year just, last year he was nothing. It, no. It's crazy. Last year he was nothing. He was a drum wait. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. But, well, yeah, but why can't we coach up? Jay Sharp like that. 
God. Well, because Matt we have Painter Rachel. is the he's the amazing. big whisperer. I mean, <laughs> I mean it comes down he to that. Finds that guy, and I mean he, he's amazing. a tremendous coach. He still doesn't have the big win. Let's see if they can maybe do it. I don't know. Though. Also, Probably one thing not. I want to talk about before we transition: Do you guys? What are your thoughts on IU storming the court after that win? No, they deserved it. No, they, I like don't. I don't. Are you being it. for real right now? No. Is this why is this even no. an argument that if, I've seen if, all over if, Facebook? If, if, you're Indiana. If if this so? is Indiana, you're Indiana, then it should be the norm. It's Indiana to because Purdue we care about basketball year. like no other state. Can, the only one that is in question that's close to us is Kentucky. There Kentucky and Indiana basketball <clears throat> are different breeds. Oh, and not only me. is Purdue, not only is oh, Purdue, no. not only is Purdue talking all this smack. Like you guys know that there are rivals. You guys know from me that it is a insane rivalry. I just yeah. don't. There is so much hate. Your and big they brother. were the number one team in the nation. Your big brother. Okay, but they're you the number one team in the nation. have five national championships. They have zero. Yeah, but when you put up that argument, 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 all they talk about, bro, that was from the 1980s. You guys can't do that stuff anymore. If Kentucky number one Louisville in Lexington, they're not rushing the court. If Louisville's ranked, they're not rushing the court. And Louisville's ranked number one? Yeah. yeah, they're not then, rushing. Then they the need to fix that because it's no. a great tradition to have. No, because rushing the court is like uh, it's like a statement of like we're here. Indiana's Indiana. Indiana is there. here. That's why Indiana's we rushed the there. court. Am they I? Already were. You already proved that you're there. Am I the only one that's gonna side with Colin on this? Thank you. I'm telling oh my you, gosh. guys. If any, if a number now. one team in the nation gets beat, I don't care if you're the number two team in the nation. I think you should rush the court. Mine's no. a different argument though. I just think, like, they, they've rushed the court in Assembly Hall before. We've never rushed the court in the Yum Center. And then at Rupp, have they ever even rushed the court in Rupp? No. So, it's because like, the I'm, security I'm people totally there are fine. so rude. That's an IU, it's just an I IU do. tradition. Ever since the Kentucky game, Listen, you're absolutely right. This is why I think it's okay. Because IU is a historical program. And they're not like Louisville or Kentucky. Louisville and Kentucky have been pretty relevant over the last 20 years. And don't take this the wrong way. IU kind of fell a little bit they're behind as a program. They've always been mid. This was a <laughs> huge win for them. And and so, yes, I understand the whole tradition. Like, oh, you're IU. But IU has been kind of mediocre. And I think they finally found their head coach. And they finally got a team who struggled throughout earlier the season. They lost the game before this. And they finally they got on the court and they played a great game. And we had everything going against us too. Did you the foul ratio was the exact same at Maryland? Will. So I'm okay with it. But going forward, if it happened again, maybe not. But this is their like really first big signature win since 2012 yes. when they beat Anthony Davis on their home court. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but, I was gonna agree with Tanner. I mean, this is literally like their like the biggest win that uh, Indiana has had, like you said, in a while. So what? And what, just, what you guys? Here's, here's what happens when you do it too much. It Defeats the purpose. But when was the last the time court. we did it? Oh, wait, that's right. Purdue last year. And you know why we did it? It's not because Purdue was ranked number one. It's because wait, Purdue— Wait, you did it last year against Purdue at Bloomington? When, yeah, with what? the buzzer. Okay. <laughs> it was a buzzer beater. It was a buzzer beater. I'm not destroying any argument. You just wait, destroyed your own argument. You just destroyed your own argument. We beat him off a buzzer beater last year. No, you guys didn't let me finish. Listen to me. Listen to me. You know, I think I think I, I think it's funny that the Indiana fan is still mad. Let me talk. Let me talk. It's on, sweetheart. It's on. No, it's not. Did you blow it out? Okay. You guys didn't let me finish because you grabbed the mic way too freaking early, like always. 
Listen, I never touched your microphone. Accusations. Uh, yeah, yeah, these are we false. Did I not, never touched his microphone. We did not rush the court Crimson because Purdue Red. was number one. We rushed the court because it's Purdue. I don't think you guys understand how hate, like how much of a hatred it, rivalry like, that is. Kentucky, Louisville, you can compare it to Kentucky, Louisville. You can compare it to all these, but this is Indiana and Purdue. Well, when Duke and North Carolina play, they don't they don't storm the court. Every rivalry is different. All we hear from Purdue fans now, all year is now, crazy smack. If Indiana was unranked, and they do it. That's acceptable. Yes. But if you've got a number next to your we name. We were unranked last year no. when we did it when they were number four. What's your problem with that one? That's acceptable. But to do it a year later when you're both in the ranked, top 25, yeah. no. And it's a big matchup. Like, Either the media way. was there. Yeah. It wasn't a shocker. I don't care. Like, I'm not changing my standpoint on this. This is I, – I think that's ridiculous that this isn't even an argument. Because mm-hmm. I, I would say the same thing if Purdue beat uh, – if Purdue wasn't ranked and they rushed the court – if they weren't ranked and Indiana was and you all rushed the court, that'd be the sorriest thing in, in the history of Earth. I'm sorry. But what like, if the, so if the roles were switched and Purdue beat us because – Like you guys were one and they were 21? They yeah, if we were number one and they were 21. At their, at their place? Yeah, at Mackey. Would they you guys would. be acceptable? Would it be acceptable for Purdue to rush the court if like they, they hadn't would? done like it a year ago, yeah. <laughs> Look, I – uh, this, okay, that's changing. That's just changing the argument. There are high school gyms nicer than Assembly Hall. His Assembly Hall is historic, and there's seventeen thousand. So you people don't storm it. Screaming in there. I, I disagree with a win like that, man. I just do. I, I think we got to move on because we're just going to keep going in a loophole. Yeah. Move on before I walk out. This but is ridiculous. I, I, I do kind of just like they will ball. in the Sweet Sixteen. Switching. Oh, yeah. Well, boss, way longer than Purdue. Watch. Purdue will get beat by number fifteen. Won't okay, they? Okay, settle down. No. Switching to another in-state rivalry, Kansas took care of Kansas State on Tuesday, avenging their loss earlier in the year, in which Kansas State did, in fact, rush He's opening court. a can of Sprite. Uh, Texas came from behind this past Saturday and avenged their bad home loss to Kansas State. Wildcats lost two straight now. Uh, just I don't I don't know what to think on them. I kind of think they're a little slightly overhyped. I think they're a Sweet 16 team, and that's about it. But I mean, regardless, first year head coach, that's pretty impressive. Uh, Texas, this one shocks me. They're in, they're they're in, they're in the lead in the Big 12, eight and two. Wow. I can't believe how well six and they four. I can't believe wow. Texas, man. They went through a lot of adversity this year, and they're still playing good basketball. I, that's this a scary team I, to play I, in March. Exactly, and I I really. They starting to bet man. on them a little bit I know. more now. I I am I'm with you on that. So I'm I don't want to say I'm proud of Texas because I'm like some Texas fan, <laughs> but it's really admirable what they've done after losing their head coach and still playing really? this quality of basketball. Hats off to them. Yep. Absolutely. Wait, are we talking about state or Texas? Like Texas, the Longhorns. Oh, okay. I for some reason I thought you said K- Kansas State. Well, there. we were we did earlier. Yeah. Uh, St. Mary's, if those of you were up late last night, they're a legit team. They have a star, apparently. They got Jesus on their side, that's why. I mean, they're going to be a tough out in the NCAA tournament. They're kind of like, I don't know. It's it's interesting. (laughs) There's another one, maybe. What do you think this means for Gonzaga? I mean, as far as like a – is is their reign, dare I say, ending? Uh, Not in that conference, I don't think so. But I do, I do general, think though. this year they're a lot less uh, uh, scary. Well, isn't Timmy? Isn't Drew Timmy done? This yeah, year? this is it. Yeah. He's been there He's since older. we were in first grade. So yeah, <laughs> feels like it at least. Like I grew up, I was like, I, like I swear, it's I've seen him since I was in elementary school. Yeah, maybe they've always just had a guy like that on the team. I guess a lumberjack. Yes, I mean it's Gonzaga. <laughs> Moving to the SEC, Florida upset. Let me let me let me get quiet for a minute. 
the most overrated team in college basketball history, Tennessee, on Tuesday, 67-54. And to make it worse, Tennessee goes and beats Auburn, which Auburn's a good team. That's that's a solid – 46-43, 46-43, that's disgusting. That's like a Rick Pitino game. That's they a Rick Pitino game. I mean, that's... <laughs> I mean that game was so bad. I think I think Western could have beaten them. Probably. Okay, that's okay. I know down. that's pushing it. I know that's settle pushing down. it. I know that's I know that's that pushing it. I'm sorry. Two halves. You only put up 46 points. Well, the, the worst part was well, the, there was a foul on that last shot. That's a foul. I don't care if it's the last play of the game. You call that if you're an the official. Game? The, and the game was obviously when you see that number, and I actually watched it because it was before the IU Purdue game, but. When you watch that game, like that was a defensive game. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. That was a defensive game, and with those defensive games, with with two really good defenses, you're it's going to be low scoring, right? But if you're the but if you're that good, how are you putting up that low of numbers? That's what I'm saying. Like if you're if you've got a two next to your name, and I mean Auburn's a good team, but I've seen teams put up 70, 80 points again up against them this year. So like it's not like they're Virginia or something, and they just make you as uncomfortable as possible. You can run with them. They're a team that likes to run. So my thing is with Tennessee is it's like is like when you talk about good college basketball head coaches, I've never heard anyone say Rick Barnes. And, and he had a good run at Texas, an okay run at Clemson, and he's done well at Tennessee. But the SEC has been historically pretty a pretty weak conference. They're 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 good nowadays. They got good teams now, but Kentucky ran the table for so long in the SEC, and everybody else was just kind of mediocre. So he picked up a lot of wins there. But is Rick Barnes like he's like sixty eight years old? I mean. I don't know. He's he's I just not that high on Rick Barnes. He's got that job until he doesn't want it anymore. I will say Absolutely. that because like Tennessee, they've got this is how bad it is for basketball history. They've got one banner and it's for an Elite Eight appearance. So I mean that's <laughs> yikes. Okay, and, now, and now don't get me wrong, like it, Tennessee's got a solid basketball history, and even on the men's side, it's just that I, I just I don't know. But Rick Barnes is there until he doesn't want to be there anymore because Tennessee's a very relevant team. He beats Kentucky usually. At least once every year, he's kind of been able to do it. I'm curious if he'll be able to do it this year because he already lost in Knoxville. But well, if you had to pick one team to get rid of a head coach right now, who would it be? Western Kentucky. Besides Western, <laughs> Western. <laughs> like um, in all of college right basketball, right now in, in in the Power Five. Ooh, that's a. Hmm. I'd have to. Think and about I want to hear from Ohio you. State, maybe. No. What I about mean, what about Louisville's got to be in the conversation? Yeah, unfortunately, yes. No. Sadly, what about they're not going to, but it's got to be in the conversation. They have three wins. It's the literally yeah. their second worst season in program history. All right, Colin. Colin, you got something to say? Go ahead. Well, no, I'm no, I'm actually genuinely curious. Who's a UK fan in here? He's saying he's staying. Yeah, it's no question. No, I'm saying he's staying. But what are your thoughts on him? Like, I want to hear a UK point of perspective on Coach Cal. He kept you guys on the map. Kept them on the Here's map. Here's a UK fan perspective on Cal. Before they beat Tennessee, <laughs> get them out. Go to Texas. You suck. I hate you. You you can only recruit. That's you can't coach anymore. Yeah. You can't run sets. It's horrible. They beat Tennessee. Oh, we got the best class coming in next year. <laughs> We're gonna win the national championship. We're back. Big Blue Nation's back. I didn't know. I didn't know if that was my biased fan point view from from my you, but uh, that's all I saw their fans do. No. I was like, are Calipari's you not going anywhere. Well, and also, so, so the UK fans are just like, I think they're overreacting. But I will say. It is the most mad I've seen them at Calipari yes, this season. Definitely, and if, and, but it got better, and I think next year they have a really, really, they really do have a talented no, class ev- coming in next year. Ever, ever since they they got destroyed by Alabama, they've they've been pretty good. I mean, like you said, signature win over uh, Tennessee. <coughs> Excuse me, but that being said, though, it goes back to motivation too. 
and also the change of like mindset. So f- for big schools and coaches uh-huh. on the hot seat, I would say the Ole Miss coach. Oh yeah, he, uh, yeah. Kermit Nebraska's coach, Stackhouse. Nebraska's coach. No, Vanderbilt. Wait, what, what is? Stackhouse how is Michigan is doing? There. Yeah, um, the they're okay. He's not really mm. on the hot seat. I uh, mean, but isn't he? Didn't Patrick Howard, Howard hit someone? No, he's Howard got hit, didn't he hit someone though? No, that was a while a, ago. Oh, that's a. Let me put it this Sorry, way. Sorry, Chris one Rock. Of those coaches, same thing. You know, Will Smith, Chris Rock, John one of Howard. Those coaches was fired. Yeah. The other one still has his job. <laughs> the one that still has his job is Jawan Howard. He was not the instigator in that situation. Yeah. Patrick Ewing Much is also. I don't like him. He's at Georgetown, right? Yeah. Mark Fox at Cal. Yes. Cal's irrelevant. That's, yeah, that's like, true. I couldn't care less if they not really him or not. They're they not really a keep power until team. he dies. I mean. But really, for the <laughs> most for most teams in the like you asked that question, and most teams with the in the Power you, Five, you everybody's pretty coach? secure right now. I'd say. UConn's good. Like no, you think about Duke, yeah, North UConn's. Carolina, they're they're pretty secure. Yeah. Although yeah. Duke's a big question mark. Yeah, I think how you get you got you can't say the North Carolina head coach is on the hot seat after last no. year. Uh-huh. He, he got into the champ- national championship. Yeah, he's yeah. got with his job. He's no, they got, got his to job. the game. They yeah, because they, they lost to Kansas. Kansas. They, yeah. they didn't win it, but yeah. they made it, and that's a big deal. Yep. UConn sucks. Right well, they, now. They, they have a good recruit coming in next year. I'm not picking them. I'm not picking them again after that Xavier game. Like UConn, like that. They got the pieces to be a, a final four I took team. Xavier, yeah. But I they barely beat Georgetown 68-62. I mean, Georgetown is awful. Georgetown is horrible. Oh, Who? man, they're terrible. And uh, this is really the surprising one to me, speaking of coaches. Uh, Shaka Smart. Not surprising to me. I wish Louisville gave him an interview. Marquette, 11-2 and two in the Beast. Now, the only thing with him is I don't like him at a big-name school. I, I, kind I of didn't agree, like him though. at Texas, and I wouldn't like him at Louisville. I, I just but wanted I him, him to get an interview. I mean, at, at I don't see why not. But. but I think the problem with the last, and I hate to keep talking about Louisville, the problem with that last recruiting, or the coaching cycle at Louisville, is we still had that uh, cloud over, yep. over Louisville. So yep. people, didn't really, have people, people didn't really want, want job. the job. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of, the ACC is awful. I think it's the worst. It, it, it is. Conference. It is, man. ACC is as low as, I would say it's the lowest it's ever been. Because Clemson's in first. I mean, that's <laughs> a problem. When Wait, is, Mac, are we talking no, about football? My, Miami <laughs> might have, did Miami take over first Clemson's place? Clemson's in first still. Uh-huh. If, if Mac was here, he'd probably not be happy with us right now. <laughs> I mean, he, he doesn't care no, about he doesn't care. basketball. But no. Virginia they, losing to Virginia he knows Tech where he was stands. like, oh, oh my goodness. Lost. But nonetheless, Duke, North Carolina is still a big deal. Duke did beat. North Carolina, they were. I mean, it's okay. great. That's great for oh John Shire, though. Miami's in mm-hmm. fifth. Pitt yeah. is third in yeah, the ACC. That's what I'm saying. Pitt, <laughs> Pitt used to be terrible. terrible. I was saying that Chris Mack was going to go take the Pitt job because that's a perfect school for Chris Mack. Yeah. And, 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 and now they're third in the ACC. Somehow. Yeah. Shout out to wow. Dominic Demontrick, my neighbor. Shout Played out for Pitt. Shout Croatian. out Pitt. I mean, I, I really thought Chris Mack might take that job because they were pretty low, but th- third in the ACC. I mean, that's not really saying anything this year, but wow. Yeah, I mean he's. I don't know. Jeff Capel was a a, Mike, a Coach K disciple, so you figure if maybe he's got a chance. I don't know. But moving on, the NFL, the big game, the final game, Sunday, February twelfth, six thirty Eastern in the toaster oven, uh, aka Arizona. Today, I don't know if I'm sure I should have said this. It was the Pro Bowl. That was they, weird. They called the Pro really Bowl. Weird. They called the Pro Strange. Bowl game. You know what? I've, you have I've a great got, idea. I've got this. This, this idea. is a good idea. Let's have the bottom two teams in the NFL play each other on this week before the Super Bowl at the Super Bowl Stadium, and the winner of the game gets the number one overall. This, I honestly would agree with that. People have talked about that before. Who would it be? I don't think Bears? it will ever yes. happen. <laughs> <laughs> 
They won't do they, it. Well, they don't do the, it. The problem is the Pro Bowl. The Pro Bowl that would be fun. Dead. People would tune into that. The Pro Bowl was if it's not Miles Garrett dislocated his toe. It's getting real close. No, and I don't think the Pro Bowl is going to be around for much longer. No, but I think they're going to do something more incentive based, like money for the players. The Pro Bowl. It's still bringing in more views than the Stanley Cup or whatever the heck that is. And there's the something NHL else that they put. And the, and, and the NHL, Stan, the, yeah, Stanley Cup and something else, it's still bringing in more views. It's not dead. It's just But it's just boring. boring. Like, no it's still going to get more ratings. All they care about is money. It's bringing in more it's money. It's one of those background, background TV things you yeah. throw on when you're not really paying attention to it, it's I feel like. I agree. Else, yeah. The problem with Will's idea is then you would have to pay those guys on the worst teams another well, game. and usually – if you're that bad, there's a chance that one of the two teams' coaches is not there anymore. Well, so. that and they're going to try and lose on purpose. It's going to be the most boring game ever. No, right? no, no. If you win, ball, you get it. Yeah, you oh, win, I see. You if you it. win, That's you get it. Okay. Yeah, well, well, then maybe it's competitive. But, and, you know, maybe they pay the players through the viewers of watching the game. So maybe that needs to be talked about more. But it's I mean, nothing, kind nothing of a wild beats idea. A, but I love it. It's a regular football game. Yeah, I agree. Really. I mean, it was and they're playing for something. Yeah. It was kind of interesting the way they did some of the events too, like golf. Like they added like golf to the Pro Bowl I mean, it's, games. It's like, I just, I'm sorry, I don't want to watch grown men. I, I'd rather I them get, fix the officiating than fix the Pro Bowl. Myself. I get that some of the guys in, during the off season love to go out and like play golf and all that stuff. But I mean, all honesty, I mean, just 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 do things football related. Honestly, it's, just, it's bleh, no. let's make the refs play. <laughs> <laughs> and let the players be the officials. <laughs> let them get back. Oh, man. The last time, back to the Super Bowl, the one people actually care about. Mm. Yeah. Last time the Chiefs were in the Super Bowl, they got blown out by the Bucks. That's why they're going to win. Tom, his seventh ring, I don't agree with that at all. The Eagles were last in the big game in 2018 when they Philly specialed all over Tom Brady, <laughs> bringing the city of brotherly love their first Lombardi. I just don't. I don't know. I, I want Philadelphia to win. They're not. I just – I don't trust Kansas City. I think it's funny to see not really even getting into the game here, but the la when the Eagles were in the Super Bowl, that team looks a lot different than this team. And if you look yes. at the Chiefs team, it looks a little bit more similar than the Eagles does. I think that's funny that you on know, the one team can – On the offensive side, side of the ball. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, yeah. you still have, like, big guys like Chris Jones. Like, he's still there. That's, a, like that. that's really it, though, <laughs> if we're being real. I mean, well, Matt, is Matthews? No, he's not there. No. He, he played for the Saints this year, oh, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah, he is, because I w went to the New Orleans Bowl and walked around the stadium. Probably wasn't supposed to. <laughs> I walked into Tyron Matthews' suite, and that's how I found out he was from the Saints. <laughs> 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 Anyways, what do you all think is going to happen? Who wins the MVP? Um, here's, I mean, we're going to do this I said, who wins right? the MVP? Oh. So yeah, the refs? Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> MVP. Patty Mahomes. I think MVP is going to be uh, Miles Sanders. <laughs> hey, I mean, if, if he puts up, let me say this: if he puts numbers worthy of being the MVP, the Eagles win the Super Bowl. All right, mm -hmm. I'm gonna say yep. um, here's my final two nominations. I'm gonna go one not one quarterback, one non-quarterback. My non-quarterback, it has to be I think Justin Jefferson. With the, what? the what? number, what? I'm talking. Uh, hold on, hold on, what? hold on, hold on. No, no, oh, Super I mean Bowl. The Super Bowl. Oh, my oh, bad. I'm sorry. I thought my... we were talking about NFL MVP. Oh. I'm talking about. I'm I thought we were on the subject of NFL MVP. Like, the Hatton. awards are before the Super Bowl. Yeah, hey, 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 go ahead. Let him go <laughs> ahead. Let him go ahead. Okay. The reason I'm saying Justin Jefferson is because he did something like this year with the Vikings that only Randy Moss did. 
and that was he, and he, has the record now for the most receiving yards in a single season. He could be the that. last guy since Adrian Peterson in 2012, who was also shout Colin Craig, a Minnesota Viking. But I think at this point now, I mean, we need to they need to start getting. Uh, Non QBs, some like respect to give them some, give them like the MVP award as well. Well, the problem is the quarterback is who the team goes to. I get I mean, that. It's like that. No, but like that's the, why the Heisman Trophy has become that way. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, Stetson Bennett in no world should have been a Heisman no. Trophy finalist, but he was because he was the quarterback for the best team in college football. So yeah. it's, that's just the way it goes. It's unfortunate, but is there really even an argument? Like, it's either going to be Jalen Hurts or Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is going to end the year with. Regular season MVP, Super Bowl MVP, and Super Bowl champion. Oh, boo. Correct. Patrick Mahomes could drive Correct. off tomorrow and never play a snap of football again and, and be, a be a first ballot, ballot Hall of Famer. Yep. Exactly. Oh, yeah, he's mm-hmm. cemented. I mean, he's he's the quarterback of this generation. I would go as far as to say he's already a top ten quarterback all time. At least he's on pace to be there. Mm-hmm. No. I think he won't last as long to, as Brady. No. Well, no. He won't win he won't as many rings as, as yeah, Tom Brady. He won't win as no. many rings. No one, he won't no last one as long in, as Brady. I don't think anyone in the NFL will ever do what Tom Brady did nope. because I that mean, was such a unique just, circumstance. When's the last time? The Chiefs, I guess, are really the only time I'm we've seen a team on repeat get to the Super Bowl in, in, in a few years. And even then, we didn't see him in the Super Bowl last year. The Patriots were there every single year. Like, like Brady was always in that game. Yep. So That's kind of like... He might not get as many rings as Tom did, but he's no, the closest I, that the NFL I, I will think get so. to having think, next Tom Brady. I'm, I'm trying to think. That's a good question of a quarterback that I would there compare isn't him one. to. There isn't one. There really it's Patrick is. Mahomes. If I saw Dan O. Joe saw, Burrow takes a pay cut. No, I saw if he Dan O. I saw Dan O. do a comparison of modern quarterbacks to like quarter like legends. He said Josh Allen, John Elway, uh, Joe Burrow, Tom Brady, yep. Justin Herbert, Dan Marino. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick, that's that's a bad one. Hold on. How is that Hold a bad on. one? Dan Marino was a like way ahead of his years, man. You put Dan no, Marino I'm saying that's an insult to Dan Marino. Oh, okay. I'm saying that's an insult to Dan Marino. I don't really disagree <laughs> with that one because like what? Justin Herbert's in an unfortunate situation, kind of like Marino was. I mean, Marino could have easily won five Super Bowl rings. And then it, he was on. A anyways, team the point of that whole thing was when he said Patrick Mahomes' name, he compared him to Patrick Mahomes. He didn't have a legend to compare mm-hmm. him to because Mahomes has already established himself yep. as a legend or a future legend. It's kind of hard to that say that win after five years. You know what was funny is that Keyshawn Johnson literally dissing D- Dan Orlovsky's top five QBs of all time and not putting Joe Montana on his list. Well, I mean, anyways, I mean, what not, do they know? Anyways, we're going to move on. To Off that. the tangent, back to the Super Bowl. Yes, yes. please. Colin, what do you think is going to happen in the Super Bowl? Um, I, I'm actually with Cole. I don't think there's any question. I think the Chiefs. I think I think the Chiefs. Here we go I can't again. wait to talk here about this. Here we go again. Oh dear. Here. We I can't go. wait to talk about it. On yeah, yeah. We'll, pick the game. we'll uh. <laughs> Will the refs get involved? Probably. Yes. 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 I mean. Yes. Yes. They. They will. Oh, that, that, they, will they will have their fingerprints on the script. The NFL script. Uh, I don't know if you all have seen the the the, the memes. Thirty-seven, from thirty-four. Right. I had to hop off social media like, for a little bit after last Sunday. But, yeah, that uh, was yeah. hilarious. Look, no matter what, even though if the refs aren't a factor and they call a perfect game, the refs are still going to be a factor. Now, recently, yeah, trust me, I am. Too. I'm just trying to not to hate. I'm trying to not to hate on the refs as much as I used to, because I am a big ref hater in those games. <laughs> with the video cameras, with the video cameras that we have now, I I feel like it's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Use replay it's hard properly, to be an official. please. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Use well, replay pro- properly, please. Yeah. Any like if we have these 4K, 8K, whatever you want to call them, cameras. 
Why don't we use them? I mean, they, they are humans. They are going to make mistakes. If they can go back, review the play, get it right, I'm all for it. It's a momentum in the game, I'd rather get the right call. Isn't there like 30 review cameras on there? Yes. Oh, yeah, There's like one on the pylon, one on the the mark the chains. They're everywhere. Like they're everywhere. All right. <laughs> Who scores the first touchdown? Yeah. Miles Sanders for me. Yep. Uh, AJ Brown. Travis Kelsey. Jalen Hurts. Patrick Mahomes rushing. I just the reason I'm picking Sanders is I looked up this week who you're big the, on Sanders right now. Well, because I think he's that he's the really streaky. Oh, I mean, I'm Look, there for it. I'm here for it. It'll make sense, and when I talk about it in the pickums, I looked up this week who won the most coin tosses in the NFL this year, and the top <laughs> oh two teams. Guess who the top two teams were? The Chiefs and the Eagles. They both. <laughs> That's crazy. Script. They both won. They won 14 coin tosses, uh, like both of them did. Is that including the playoffs, or is that regular season? So what we're asking uh, I is, whose owner has season. more money to throw at the NFL to no, win the coin toss? I think it's going to come down to I think the who Eagles, has the poster boy of the league on their team lining up at quarterback. Yep. Whoever wins the coin toss, well, you protect really, your players. I think whoever scores first is going to win the game. But we'll talk about. It. We'll talk so about the game later. Momentum in the show. Moving on to our final segment, Pickums. Colin in the lead. He went nine and one this week. The only one he missed on was the Texas game. The only one to actually pick Texas was Basin. So, props to you, even though you're <laughs> tied for last. But, That's uh, all right. You know, I Tanner. know so much college basketball. I knew, yeah, I knew yeah, Texas yeah, yeah. was going to take that one. <laughs> Anyways, uh, all right. First game, obviously, WKU Middle Tennessee men's. Who do you all have? Yeah, it's Colin? Are we not sweeping this? Are you really going to do this again? I mean, is everybody going to pick them? <laughs> yeah, they should. <laughs> All right. I think we're waiting. I think Give we're waiting on top. somebody here. It's a hilltop. Give me the top. The big lesson up. Blue Raiders. The, the, big, the biggest Blue thing Raiders. I'm going to look. Pick I'm picking MTSU. Well, you are also okay. the biggest hey. thing. Uh, program. Okay, the biggest thing I'm gonna learn. Gonna fire their coach. That's who it is. The biggest lesson I'm gonna learn, take from this is never no. pick for me is never pick against Western Kentucky ever again. Or always. The women's team. I, I'm, that's I'm the correction. I'm gonna go with Middle Tennessee in this one. I'm probably gonna. Be this wrong. is gonna be the nail in the coffin for I, Rick Stansberry's I think, tenure I think here. I think WKU it's can over. pull it off. They can. I mean, Middle Tennessee. You guys, not a great team. okay? If you guys want to do this new thing where you grow against the tops, whatever. But if you're gonna pick the tops for the hundred miles of hate, what are you doing? I'll, yeah, pick the t- I'll Using take our them. brains. I mean, I don't doing. know. I go back and forth on this one. Fine. Since I picked UTEP, I'll go with Western. They're probably yeah, going to lose. You know what's going to happen now? I'll just opt for it. Yeah. They will. <laughs> All right. Nail in the coffin. So, we're on to the women's side. WKU, Middle Tennessee is when in Murfreesboro. That's and such a terrible name for a town. I'm sorry. It just doesn't it's roll. Murfreesboro. Like, this is Murfreesboro. No. Everyone's like saying Murfreesboro. Murfreesboro. Like, it sounds bad. MTSU Raiders. It sounds like, bad. What? Uh, Mason. Give me the tops. That's hey, easy. Easy. Hilltoppers. Is this a sweep? Another yes. One? Momentum on our side. Oh. Momentum's on our side. Doesn't matter if Cole's doing it because I'm picking MTSU. I picked against WK, the women's team, in the last show, Here's and my I thing. felt really good about it. I was up 14 points in the fourth quarter, and Here. they came back and won. They need Here. to lose at some They're point, not winning this and one. Middle Tennessee okay. needs to win. So well, yes. It's also unfortunate timing, but it's well, yeah. going to be MTSU. I want them to win. I want them to win, but the thing is, is we had a chance to beat them at home. We didn't capitalize. We lost, by, I believe, five. Yeah. Is that right? Well, so it's not going to MTSU's ranked. Yeah, MTSU's Well, they're going to be bounced out. They they're going to be bounced. They've lost twice, right? Yeah. Yes, they won't be. <laughs> they're winning. They're, they're going to bounce back, unfortunately, oh, against us. I think we can beat them in the conference tourney. Conference. Yes, I, I hope I'm wrong. Monday night MTSU. travels to Allen Fieldhouse. We'll take on 
The Jayhawks. Kansas doesn't lose at home. Give me Kansas. Yeah. Is everyone going with Kansas? Anyone going to pick Texas? Um, I don't know. I go Kansas. I'm going to pick Kansas because they just lost to Iowa State, and it wasn't close. They looked bad, so they, they, they need a win. Well, and plus also Allen Fieldhouse is a tough Look, place to win. I'll take, a basketball I'll take Kansas just to stay safe in my pickems. I'll go Kansas the safe as well. route, but I, I, I honestly wouldn't be shocked if Texas does pull this off. Because so I bet going, against you're them. going with Texas. No, I'm going with oh, Kansas. Oh man, everyone is. All right, fine. So far, I think we almost swept the board. The Big East game of the week. Uh, Marquette goes to UConn. I am taking Marquette. I have trust in Shaka Smart. Please tell me someone's going to pick UConn. Mason, you're going to try them again, aren't you? You see me typing in there a little bit. Yeah, I think I might go with UConn here. I, yeah, I don't know. That's, man, all, I, that's all I got to say about it. I'm right, taking UConn. Tanner, you going with Marquette? I picked UConn to beat Xavier at home because I thought UConn <laughs> would play again. well on their home court. Never again. Give me Shaka Smart and Marquette. I've learned my lesson. Give me Marquette. Marquette. Right. And the next one. Hold on. I'll take UConn. I forgot. Hey, there you go. Got two. Finally, some discrepancy. Baylor travels to Fort Worth, the long drive from Waco. Uh, Saturday, they'll take on TCU. Cole. Baylor. Statement. Colin. Yeah, it's Baylor. No question. It's Baylor. Tanner. Baylor lost to them on their home floor by one. They're going to go on the road and beat them. Baylor. Go. I'm going with Baylor. I'll go Baylor. Everybody. Yep. Wow. Blue. That, that okay. shocks me Here's because TCU's good. I just good. took UConn, all right? I just took UConn, all right? I deserve one. <laughs> they are. Yeah, but yeah, they're they good. They went on the road and so beat Colin, Baylor, So, Colin, are man. you going with TCU? No. You want me No, no. Go with what you want. I mean, this isn't we're – not, we're not like the NFL. We're not going to script this. Uh, Maryland goes to East Lansing. They'll take on Michigan State. Tanner. Oh, I have to go first. I'm picking Maryland to go on the road and pick up a win. No. And this won't be easy. This team is hot. They just beat Minnesota on the road 81-46. to 46. Minnesota That's not might even close. be the worst team Fair in enough. basketball. They, they beat IU. Look, they've won four in a row, and their, and their last loss was to Purdue on the road by three points. And this team's playing good basketball, and I, I think this is a statement win for them. And Tom Izzo has lost two straight. He's going to he's, – he's So are you taking mis, uh, Michigan State? You're taking Michigan State. Tom Izzo. Coaching yeah. matters in February. It does matter, and Maryland's coach is great. Yeah, he is. Izzo's Colin. greater. Yeah, I'm taking Maryland, and I don't think it'll be – well, okay, every Big Ten game is always with question. But the thing is, is that Maryland – look if you look at their home – I know that they're away, but when you look at their home game, they're undefeated at home this season. They're, they're a really well-coached team, and I know Tom Izzo's a Hall of Famer, but this this Maryland coach might be a Hall of Famer Maryland, one day. Maryland is hot. Ma- Maryland, Maryland might be one of those huge sleeper teams in the tournament. At the end I, of the year. I'm going to not bet against Michigan State at home. They need a win. Yep. And they're going to get it. Off two losses. That's the yeah. only reason why. If they were on a win streak. Tyler, who do you have? Y'all have not made these easy no, right now. These are hard ones. These are good picks. These, these, these are good ones. Hard. They're, spo- they're good ones. Where is it at, first of all? Michigan. Michigan State. Yeah. Man, that's tough because it's it, they're two we're very good teams, two well-coached teams. Uh, I'd say it's at home. Gimme is on the Spartans. Maryland has every way to go in there and upset. I just don't think Tom Izzo lets it happen. And to all, I don't know, 
two of you Kentucky listeners. Uh, <laughs> Arkansas goes to Lexington. I think it's Tuesday. It's Tuesday, right? Yeah, I think so. This is going to be a Whatever sweet. day of the week it is. Uh, Cole, you have some yeah. thoughts? The only way the Cats walk out of there with a win is if Calipari is already in the locker room before they get there. <laughs> oh, come on. Because he got ejected. No. Remember the last time that happened? Oh, when he gets thrown out of the When he gets thrown out of games, they are undefeated. They are undefeated when Calipari is ejected. They do. And there's a reason for it. Yep. He can't coach. Okay, so. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know. He can't coach. He this can is, recruit. This is in Rupp Arena, yeah, and you're going to pick yeah. Arkansas? And you're going to pick Arkansas? I'm laying my balls out. Well, okay. <laughs> he's, he's like um, all the bar- he's well he's, he's playing for all the marbles, folks. He's I'm, playing for all the marbles. Dude, I'm picking Kentucky, man. You had to have one. Kentucky the has to win these games to get in the tournament. Yes, give me do. the cats. All right, Mason. Yeah, give me the cats. Fresh Holland. You have no idea how badly I want to pick Arkansas. Then do it when you join me. <laughs> do it. But I think you the like I think UK knows this is a make it or break it. I game. hope we're all wrong on this. One. Me too. I hope. I hope Cole's right. I'll hate to hear it from him for three Kyle weeks after he's right, win. but I hope yeah. he's right. You know what? Right. Give me Arkansas. Give me Arkansas. I hope you guys are right. All right. All right. I'd love to see UK miss the tournament after losing to St. Peter's in the first round. That would be hysterical with all the talent they have on that team. Iowa, Indiana women's basketball. This one next Saturday. Tanner. This is such a tough game yeah. because they haven't played yet. It's at IU, but I think Iowa, they've just they've won big games this year. And I'm going to pick them to go on the road and get a huge win over Indiana. And IU might beat them later in the year on the road, too. But this is a just really hard game to pick. And I, I can't wait to hear your all's picks and hear about it. But since I have to go first, I, I'm going with Iowa. They've been rolling. And IU's a great team. They're fun to watch. But it's a tough pick. And I'm going to take a little bit of a risk here and uh, take I like Iowa. It. Understand this. It's at Assembly Hall. And it will be sold out, but I think it's different. Like, I I don't know. I, it will be a tough game, but I just think Iowa has that grit. And so we'll All just right. we'll see. Mason? Yeah, give me Caitlin Clark. <laughs> Do you have a crush on Caitlin Clark or something? <laughs> is it like me with Lauren Matthews? Is it like me with Lauren Matthews? Is it like not, Matthews? Nah, is it, it's, is not it? a, it's not. It's strictly basketball. All right? It's strictly business. <laughs> I think she's cold out there, man. I think she's cold. <laughs> All right, Tyler. Who you crushing on? I'm saying I'm gonna say this. Grace Berger, Colin. No. Who's <laughs> your daddy? Hooges, get the get the win. Colin, in a, in a very very tightly contested you. match. Um, well, last time I picked against the Hoosiers in Assembly Hall, so this time I'm going with the Hoosiers go. in Assembly Hall. Oh, yeah. And if I'm wrong, I'm the only way wrong. that I'll come back to the show is if hey, Arkansas listen, wins. Listen, if you're wrong. You're happy, right? <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I can because finally shut this. Look, look who you're sitting Get by. Get the bleep button ready, folks. Shut this. God. Look who you're sitting by. <laughs> All right. And finally, Here we the go. guy wearing an Here Iowa comes the diva. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen from RuPaul's Drag Race, Colin Stone. I don't know what that, I don't know what that was, but listen up. Uh, I'm obviously going to take IU. I think uh, they're going to be rocking Assembly Hall. I could see it going either ways. Uh what I predict is for IU to win this one and lose away at Iowa. Uh, but give me IU. And, Mason, I think you really ought to look up Sydney Parrish. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just send, yeah, just send like them all, just right send them all my way. Just send them all. No, I meant her highlights. Yeah. I meant her highlights. Oh, oh okay. Colin, right, I'm going right. to start you on this next one. Right. Cavs and Pelicans. Who do you have? 
Pelicans, Cavs are overrated in my opinion. Oh. <laughs> All right. Mason. Spider goes for 40. <laughs> you hit him in his jewels and he's going to spin a web. So you're going with him too? What does that have to do with anything? Um, All right, Tanner. Uh, I don't think home court really matters as much in the NBA unless you're in the playoffs. No. So uh, give me the Cavs on the road. Uh-uh, I didn't pick Pelicans, Will. You didn't? You hit Donovan Mitchell in his jewels, he's going to spin a web. Oh. He's going to catch those Pelicans flying in. I think at the same time. Cavs, Cavs, Cavs. Mm-hmm. Is everybody picking Cleveland? Yes, give me the Cavs. Except yeah. Colin. Besides you. I know Except that. Colin. Maybe give me Mac the Cavs. will, too. He's not here. Zion's not playing. No, if he's not And the Pelicans have, he's out? have been terrible. He's been out, right? Yeah, yeah. he's been out. Before. So, yeah. That's the I mean, Brandon Ingram's stay great. Healthy. Brandon, Ingr- Brandon Ingram's <laughs> out. What? Brandon, Brandon oh, Ingram's out. Oh, I love Cole's answer for the oh. next pick. Yeah, well, he, at least he was out February 5th for oh, a toe yeah. injury. Get ready for Cole's pick for this next and one. And finally, Super Bowl, what is this? 57. 57. Hey. Wait, wait, Super Bowl 57. All right, all right. Mason. Eagles score first, Chiefs win by 10. There you go. Uh, Tanner. Uh, I think the Eagles will win this game, and I hope I'm wrong. I I, I think Mahomes – I just like watching Mahomes. It's just legendary to me. Um, I don't even like dislike the guy. He's our generation quarterback. When I was watching Brady, like I I disliked him because I'm a Dolphins fan. He's in the (laughs) AFC. I just like Mahomes. Like I I don't don't cheer for him, but I, I love watching him play football. Um, but I think the Eagles are going to win, and I think what it comes down to is experience on the defensive side of the football. The Chiefs started eight rookies in the AFC Championship game, and under look the conference game, they the conference really well. championship games, they did play well. Those are big games, but nothing compares to the Super Bowl. All of the yeah. lights are on you on the Super Bowl, and so that pressure I think gets to them a little bit. And I think the difference maker is the Eagles' rushing game, and. Um, I think the Eagles are going to find a way to win, and I don't think it's Hurts doing. I think he just has great a great team. I think he's a good enough quarterback to get it done, and he will get it done. And so I think it's their year. They they're sixteen and one in the regular season. They their only loss was a game they should have won. This team is a really really good team, and I think they uh, capitalize it with a Super Bowl. But I hope I'm wrong, and I'm going to be cheering for the Chiefs. Tyler, all right, man, all righty, so. The what I, the main thing and Tanner brought up a good point that separates the uh, Chiefs from the Eagles is defense. The, I mean, you look at this. The Eagles have a solid D line of Fletcher Cox, Josh Sweat, and Brandon Graham, and they and the Eagles have a better secondary too, and they have a good offense. But Patrick and Patrick Mahomes is insane. But fly Eagles, fly on the road to Super Bowl Fifty Seven win. All right, I'm gonna pick the Eagles too. Oh I don't my goodness, Chiefs. It's not, well, oh it's my not personal. I just don't like them. Uh, Colin, welcome to the Red Kingdom. No, don't say that ever again. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think <laughs> that the uh, I think you know the Eagles have had a great season. I think we'll be seeing them in plenty of Super Bowls to come. But I think that the Chiefs upset. It's the Patrick Mahomes effect. And finally, Cole, go ahead. Super Bowl MVP, Carl Sheffers. <laughs> you want to know who that is? <laughs> that is the elite official. <laughs> and there's actually reason behind this pick. He refereed the historic comeback that the um, New England Patriots had against the Atlanta Falcons. He refereed Tom Brady's win at the Buccaneers with the Buccaneers against the Chiefs. He's going to protect the poster boy. He protected Brady. He's now going to protect Patrick Mahomes. He c- actually calls 1.48 
more penalties a game than any other referee. So you're going with the Chiefs. I'm going with the Chiefs. Oh, also, why? the team in the Super Bowl with the white jerseys has like dominated in the last like couple Super Bowls. Yes. Not co- even couple. Last like, yeah, they're 15 and three in the last 18. Chiefs Super have Bowls. the white Chiefs, jerseys. Chiefs are wearing white. Oh, amen. Anyways, that's all the time we have for tonight. We will see you all next week. I'm Will Gerber alongside Tanner Blood, Tyler Fernandez. Mason Fletcher, Cole McIntyre, and Colin Craig. Have a great week, and as always, go Go Tops. Tops!